Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Hello, hello, hello. Guys, before you do anything, before you skip ahead and before you dive into this episode, I want you to do one favor for me. Open up your phone, open up Instagram and type in Get Up and Grow Girl because our account is finally live. I've sat on it for a while, but finally it is ready to go. If you're looking at it right now, you might see one or maybe two images, but there is so much more to come. It is all planned out and now you'll be able to get your daily dose of Grow Girl inspiration. I'll see you there. Guys, welcome back to Get Up and Grow Girl. Today I'm back with another solo episode because I had a sudden thought, I had an experience that made me think this is a topic I want to go into. This is something that I think a lot of people will associate with and that I have a way that we can reframe and a way that we can potentially overcome it. And this thing is the interview. We all have to go through interviews, even those of us that are self-employed. We still have interviews. They're just kind of renamed as meetings, quick coffee, chat. Usually it's let's grab a coffee, but really what that means is you're basically being checked out for a certain job, collaboration, a role, whatever it may be. But I think when it comes to interviews, a lot of people shut down and we just cannot connect to our true authentic selves and present ourselves as we really are because the word interview or if you're hearing the word chat, coffee, but you know what it really means, sparks fear and suddenly we get nervous, we clam up and we just freak out and feel like, oh, I can't do this. And we really need to overcome that if we want to make great partnerships and get the right opportunities that we deserve and that we can really handle. So I was chatting to a friend who had an interview and she was going through the post-interview panic, overthinking it, convinced it went really badly and just fretting, fretting out. Does anyone still say fretting? Yeah, I'm going to go with it. So I had a bit of a chat with her about my opinions on it. And it's always easy to look at the situation when you are sort of on the sidelines. Whereas if it was me, I know I'd struggle to see it like this. But it's much easier to give advice to someone else. So I thought, do you know what? More people might need to hear this. I said to her, you need to reframe it. When you go into an interview, you need to reframe it and you need to think, not only are you being interviewed, okay, yes, they're trying to see if you're a good fit, but equally you are trying to see if they're a good fit for you. If you're going into a job interview, you want to see, is this somebody that I'd like to work with? Is this a company I want to work with? Is this role something I actually want to do? Is this a place that I see myself? Those questions are very important. It's not all about what they think of you. And I think as a very polite culture and as we've discussed in previous episodes, with a lot of people fitting in with that obliger sort of personality type, 
and obliging being something that is more common, especially amongst women, then we automatically think about, oh, how can we help this person? And we almost see ourselves as below when we go into an interview. I know I've always felt that way. I'm not sure if you associate with that or not, but I think there's a fair few of us who could admit that, yes, we normally think that that person is in control. They they have the power and we are the subject. And I think that's commonly accepted as well in society. And when you do go to an interview, that's kind of the way that perhaps you are expected to feel. And I guess this could be changing now as the corporate landscape is changing so much and things are becoming a lot more relaxed and the way that people do things are changing. But I think we have to change this and we have to shift out and we have to give ourselves back more power and think even when you're in an interview, that person doesn't have power over you. They might have control over the situation because they've the one that's invited you in for an interview, but actually that might even be a choice. And you can decide when you go into an interview that I'm here to see if this is right for me and you're here to see if it's right for you. So we're just here to check each other out. It's not this power play of one in control and one out of control. It should be like a synergy and a, and a dynamic where it flows between both parties. And I know that some interviews are not set up out that way and things like assessment centers, but we can still change it in our minds. When you're in an interview, you want to know things like, is this a company culture that I like? Do they treat their employees the way that I like? What are the company values? Is that something that I believe in and that I can actually be passionate about and push forward? Or will I be kind of demotivated? Will I feel some sort of friction here between what I care about, what I believe and what this company stands for? So I think it's about readdressing the balance and just tweaking that and shifting things around. And even if you really want this job you're convinced that you really, really want this. So it's all in their hands. Again, take back that power. Okay. You can work really hard for that interview prep all you want. Like that is not a bad thing. And I'm not discouraging you from that at all. But even if you really feel that you want this job, it's like going on a first date. It's like when you start falling for a guy, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Say to yourself, okay, let's not get too excited. Let's not fall in love straight away. Let's just make sure that this person or this job is right for me before we fall head over heels. So try and set that first date sort of, well, maybe third date mentality before you go into the interview because your wants and needs are just as important as the company's. In fact, they should be more important to you because you are at the center of your life. Then we come to the post interview. And I think this stage is really important as well. What I think is really common is, one, a lot of overthinking, a lot. You can sit there and then go over and over in your head every answer you gave to every question, the response of the interviewer, and go over and over trying to work out how it went. And I think that's really the the reason behind it. The reason we express things and talk about things over and over is because we're trying to work them out in our head, which... Is something that helps to come to terms with things. But when you've had an interview, is it something that you can come to terms with in that sense? Can you sit there and try to remember exactly what answer you gave and exactly what the interviewer said in response to that? As in, will that actually lead you to an outcome? Will you ever really know what the interviewer was thinking? 
will you ever actually be able to know if they think you're right for them or not? Because that's just it. It's not just about, did you answer the question correctly? We all know that a lot of the time in interviews, it's about personality fit. And if they think you're a good fit for the company, especially now, I think that employers look for that more and finding the right type of people for the team rather than just a set of skills. They can get those skills from your CV, but when they meet you, that's when they're trying to get the vibe of who you are and if you fit in. And like I said, you need to think that as well. So you can think it through as much as you want. Will you actually be able to ever come to an outcome? Will you actually ever be able to get inside that person's head and work out if you've got the job or not? I would say probably not. So I think it's almost better to debrief. Just come out. It's done. You've done it. Take a day. You're probably going to hear back within what, I guess it's usually a week or so. So you can sit down and evaluate your performance and think, what were you happy with? What would you like to do better next time? Were there questions that you felt you clammed up a bit and didn't express yourself as well as you meant to? Were there things you've learned? I'm sure there would be. Write those down, reflect on those, gain something from that. But is there much to be gained by trying to work out what the other people were thinking? It's the same with when we talk about general life and relationships and all of these things that we go through, that we can't control what other people think. We can't control what other people think about us when we talk about wanting to be liked. So there's not much point in wasting energy focusing on it. And the same applies here, I think, in that sense. It's just more unorthodox to say it because interviews are kind of in this realm of professionalism and different rules apply with work. But I challenge that and think, even though you really want that job and we're trying to show that we're really, we're humble. We're very humble and we try and show that we really want it. And again, this job is above us and we'll do anything to get it. We have to value ourselves first to be worth it. And actually, I think that employers, if they were to see that you value yourself, that almost forces them to respect you a little bit more. And it can be an attractive trait. Obviously, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance, but valuing yourself is definitely on the firm side of confidence. So the last part of this is negative self-talk. After an interview, you can then do the whole, oh, I'm pretty sure it went really badly. Oh, I think I didn't do very well. Oh, I think I spoke like this. I think I was to this. I don't think they liked me. That kind of talk, I really believe, is is very detrimental because the mind is so powerful. And okay, that decision will not change based on you having this conversation with yourself. The interviewer is not going to know you're having this conversation with yourself. So their decision is going to be set regardless I'm not going to spell out this voodoo stuff for you and say that if you say that it will alter the course of reality and change the decision because it won't but what it will do is get inside your head and your state of mind first of all it's going to cause you a lot of anxiety stressing over these things in the meantime whilst you're waiting to find out the verdict but secondly if you say these things enough you're going to start to believe them so if you do get the job perhaps you might be like okay I've been validated because I got the job so I wasn't shit at this I'm not rubbish at this and all the things I told myself but you're kind of attaching all your worth then to that job and the fact that they hired you for that it's almost like in a relationship if you think you're not attractive oh I'm not pretty I'm not this I'm not funny and then somebody loves you or you get into a relationship someone thinks that you are those things so then you're kind of standing on a little bit of shaky territory if 
the only reason you think you are now those things is because that person suddenly accepted you because then if they one day let you go don't accept you anymore change their opinion of you then does that mean that it's all shattered and that you go right back to doubting yourself that's my analogy for this is that okay if if everything does go well you gave yourself loads of negative self-talk but you got the job so now you believe you are good enough in a sense that could be how confidence is built but cracks may begin to show when you make a mistake mistakes happen you're new in a job not going to know everything you're probably going to make mistakes and you learn through doing that but when that time comes you might resort straight back to that negative self-talk and it's already kind of underlying because you've told yourself that so that seed is still there that's saying am I am I bad am I am I rubbish at this am I rubbish at that you do something wrong you're straight back to where you were that that negative self-talk rises up again those beliefs that you told yourself they rise up again and potentially those doubts could lead you to not push through it and to sort of say no I can't do this and then you can end up sort of stagnating in the job and not getting where you wanted to get with it or not achieving what you said you would achieve and then in scenario number two if you don't get the job then you're going to tell yourself it's because of all those things that you said to yourself that you were not good at this that you didn't do that you were rubbish at that you didn't express yourself well and then that's going to follow you onto your next job interview and are you going to do well if again you're doubting yourself you're believing that you're not very good you're not good enough that's going to project out and they're going to receive the message that you are putting out there it's something that Jordan Peterson talks about in his book 12 rules for life which is another of the ones that I harp on about all the time but he talks about the lobsters and the defeated lobsters and that when a lobster loses a fight they curl up afterwards they walk around with their shoulders sloping forwards and their heads down and that means they then go on to lose more fights because they're presenting this image of being defeated and this lack of confidence paints them as an easy target and shows people oh this is somebody that that I can overcome it it shifts the power rather than when the lobster wins a fight it gets a serotonin rush it stands up straight its shoulders are back it projects confidence and dominance and therefore goes on to win the next fight and I'm not saying your interview should be a battle at all but it's this idea that we do project out an image your confidence will show through and equally your lack of will also show through so you have to decide which one you want to send out so that is the end of a very very short episode but hopefully something that just will change the way you think about the next opportunity that comes your way it may not be a formal interview it might just be a meeting a chat a coffee (laughs) but go into that with your mind set up for it reframe it it's not about it's not all about them and what they want you are there as well you're showing up and it's up to you whether ultimately you decide to go through with this so you need to know what suits you as well you need to get your information from them and you need to be able to work out if it's right for you. Until next time, guys. Goodbye.